Thank you for listening to White Moss Talks. Catch our new episodes every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. What's up, everybody? Thanks for watching. Got Austin here with my co-host, Bradley. Howdy. We've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to start with the NBA Finals. What did you think of Game 5, Brad? Game 5 was absolutely tragic. For I Phoenix. wanted the Sun. Yes, I want, I want the Sun to take it all, so... I really don't know if they're going to take it in seven. Honestly, it's looking like the Bucks might take it. Yeah, I agree. I had Phoenix winning the series in five going in, but honestly, at this point, I think Milwaukee's probably going to close out in game six. Which is sad, because I want Chris Paul to win. Yeah, I would like to see Chris Paul get his first title. Um, how do we think he's going to perform here in Game 6? I think he's going to bounce back in Game 6. I feel like he's going to have... Well, if he bounces back, then then I think I'd take... Maybe. Because if Devin Booker and Chris Paul can both put out, and then, you know, and Aiton keeps doing what he's doing, I feel like the Suns can take Game 6. Stay in it. Force a game seven. Yeah, force game seven. Hopefully. I personally would like to see that, for sure. But I also feel like Giannis is going to take over game six, and that he'll probably lead Milwaukee to a closeout. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> Hardaway. Hardaway? Wait. I'm retarded. <laughs> Middleton. <laughs> no, not Middleton. The point guard. Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to say Hardaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Holiday's, Holiday's been played really good. Holiday them, had an incredible game, and that was a big reason why I bet I he was a huge impact as to why the Bucks won. So if Holiday doesn't have a game like that again, absolutely, I think the Suns will take it Game 6 to force Game 7. What do you think Chris Paul's stats will be in Game (laughs) 6? It's hard to say. Um, hmm. Uh, What was it? Do you know his stats exactly in Game 5? I don't off the top of my head, but I can look real quick. If I can pull it up. Alright, well... I think he's... You know, if... In order for the Suns to win, I think he's going to need at least a double-double. Yeah. yeah. I see that I for see sure. That. Um. Yeah, as long as he, you know... he He's, he's a pass-first kind of guy, and like... But he's not afraid to take a shot. So as long as like when he's taking those shots, they fall. Should be good. And then Devin Booker, of course, too. He's just been <laughs> freaking ma- a magician, just forcing his way to get a shot up. Yeah, that dude's yeah. wild. He dropped 
40 plus in back to back games and they still lost both of them. That dude is why, yeah. And it was all <laughs> tough shots. Like the defense was all over him. He's literally doing fadeaways the whole time. Crazy. Yeah. That dude insane. He's going to be one of the best players in the league in the next couple of years for sure. So I have Chris Paul's series average, but I'm, for some reason, can't find his game five stats. But so far, he's averaging 21 points and just under nine assists per game for the series. Hmm. I, see, I can see him going for like 27 and 10 in game six. Well, if that happens, Suns win game six. Of course, the game. In that case, who do you think takes Game Seven? I mean, I'm gonna go with Suns, <laughs> just because I want them pick. to win. <laughs> I really don't have like a prediction on Game Seven yet until I see how Game Six goes. Yeah, that's fair. Because I mean, there could be possible injuries as well. And especially with a potential game seven being back in Phoenix, that you would think would give an advantage to the Suns. But then again, game five was in Phoenix, and other than that first quarter, Milwaukee kind of controlled the whole game. But we'll see. Which was insane because. Off the first quarter, I was like, oh, yeah, Suns are taking it all. I was so confident. I was like, let's go, Suns. I know. (laughs) Then the tank, the whole rest of the game. Everyone outside of Devin Booker. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll see. It should be interesting to see how the rest of the series plays out. When is game six? Is that tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Catch Brad Catch and I Brad. streaming Warzone on Twitch after Game 6. See our reaction. <laughs> okay, but a couple other things that we want to talk about today. We'll start with the Conor McGregor fight from last weekend. Initial reactions to that fight. Are uh, we talking about Conor McGregor fight? or I honestly really want to talk about the boot genius, dude. <laughs> from the undercard yeah have you seen that I have I forget I have. I what the dude's what name the dude's was name. though I don't remember either but boot drink dude good title <laughs> <laughs> throw that in the title this episode <laughs> boot drink and fighter <laughs> that was way more entertaining than the McGregor against this fucking P word last name Poirier <laughs> Yeah. Poirier. Yeah, McGregor's leg was ugly, though. Yeah, dude, Ty I kept watching Tui that again. is the guy who huh? chugged the beer out of a shoe. Ty Tuivasa. Yeah, that, that guy's amazing. I'll be looking forward. Oh, Actually, also, also more ago. entertaining <laughs> than the McGregor fight uh, was, which I should be saying, the Poirier fight, because McGregor's now... At the bottom, <laughs> bottom now. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Sean O'Malley against uh, 
the green-haired zombie, as Joe Rogan put oh. it. <laughs> that, that have you seen that one? I have not I seen, have that not seen that one. Oh my god, you need to watch it. It literally, it almost goes the full three rounds, but the ref calls it off like the last. 15 seconds or whatever it was 20 i don't know but the last like se- last seconds he finally calls it off which like i was kind of upset about because i mean he should have called it off before then but since he didn't like you might as well let that final seconds go this yeah, dude yeah. was eating like sean o'malley was just literally like Running backwards, but like just bop, beep, bop, and just keeping his distance because he had a huge reach advantage. Yeah. This other dude, underdog, the green haired zombie, I forget his name. Chris. He just, he just kept, he just kept coming, just kept walking up to him, walking up to him. Like, he, he was throwing some punches and stuff, but by like, by the end, but by, by like round three, like when he threw his punches, like dude, it was like he was like a complete zombie. Like he couldn't land anything. He was just so uncoordinated. But the only thing he did was just keep moving forward. He just kept eating his punches, and he was talking shit to Sean the whole time. Pyro getting his like face beat in. Yeah, dude, this dude has <laughs> iron fucking. Ju- this dude was tough, but Jesus, like he, yeah, he. Definitely wasn't winning that, but at the same time, dude, that was just so crazy to see how much he was just eating that. Yeah. I probably should go back and watch that fight, because it sounds you, pretty you entertaining. Should. It, it, you should. It's, it's kind of brutal to watch. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what, but it's impressive, too. This dude is just card. eating it all. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. mad impressive how, like, precise sean was with like his percentage of hits and stuff like he's just like perfect near perfect hitting him and stuff yeah but i think it's just way more impressive that this dude just like like keep moving forward close the gap get in close to him that's like i don't know it's like zombie mode just keep moving forward and that's what he kept doing he was not going down did he call it by or did they call the fight with uh tko or the action yeah tko they called it but tko yeah, I'll have to yeah, go back and check, go that and check that one out. It's sure. definitely sure. like the McGregor fight was. It was. I mean, you could tell like that was ugly that to was begin ugly. with. There, well, I mean, like round one and stuff. Like it was such like you could tell these dudes are skilled fighters. Like it was very aggressive, very quick, very energetic, and then yeah. all of a sudden the freak accident fucking steps back fucking snaps his <laughs> shit and uh <laughs> it's supposedly that was now, so disappointing. he came out he afterwards came out and said that he already that had a fracture or something like that in his leg that the ufc like knew about ahead of time and basically tried to blame the ufc for the break happening he tried to blame the ufc yeah he said well, that they knew that they his knew leg that was his injured leg before the fight before and they the still, fight, let still let it happen. But at that point, it's like, if you know that your leg is already injured, why are you stepping in the ring and fighting? Yeah, I'm not, that's kind of... That's weird. Yeah, so I don't 
really know how to feel about that. But you can see, if you go back and watch that fight, there was one of McGregor's kick earlier in the round. Before he checked it, yeah. And then you can see him pointing down to McGregor's leg because he heard it crack. And then it was a little bit later at the end of the round that gave out on him. Either way, I think, like, I think, uh, hmm, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know, especially with the, you now telling me that McGregor said that it's UFC's fault because his leg is already fractured. I feel like, I, I don't know, that seems like a lie. Yeah, I'm not really sure that I believe Gregor on that one. Cause I feel like somebody would be like, like after the fight at least, either McGregor would have said it then, or somebody else would have said it, Instead like Joe Rogan, like, yelling doctor stoppage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I I think that's that's. I don't. I think that's bullshit. I fine. I don't think the. I think the UFC would let that happen, but I don't think it would go, like, unnoticed, especially, like, right after the fight. I think that would have been addressed right then and there. Oh, yeah, and at least as far as I've seen, the UFC still hasn't even addressed McGregor's comments since then either. Which, that's the one thing that would maybe make me pause, like, okay, if he was just straight up lying about it, why wouldn't they come out and say that? Hmm. So, I don't That's know. The whole thing is weird. I don't really know who to believe. I don't know either, but I think Dustin Poirier would have won that fight overall anyways. Oh, yeah. 100%. Regardless of, he was regardless of the leg. He was beating him down um, McGregor anyways. was literally just focusing on kicks the whole time, but Dustin had the whole package. Oh, yeah. He had McGregor on his back for basically half of that first round was just dropping elbows on him. Yeah, and that, yeah. And I'm certain, like, and like, when it got to round three, I I think McGregor just would have ended up on his back and then just getting absolutely pumped. Yeah, honestly, I don't know honestly, that he would have even made, made it to round three before Poirier ended before the fight, anyways. I thought I thought I thought it ended in uh, the second round. Was that the first round? No, it was the end of the no, first the round the when first he broke round. his leg. It all happened in the first round? Yeah. It was yeah, with a couple sure. seconds couple left seconds in the first round. <laughs> and right. he's still sitting still there, there on the mat on with the his mat, leg with pointing leg the wrong point direction. direction. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Poirier. Yeah, that's funny. He's like an angry little leprechaun. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> But I don't, honestly, he obviously he's saying he's coming back from that, but I don't see him fighting again after something like that. And I mean, with the money that he's made, he doesn't really need. Yeah. Uh, wait, do you do you foresee a comeback for Conor McGregor or no? I don't personally. I think he's done after that. Try. I think he might try at first. But once but he's once in the middle of the, the rehab middle. and going he's through gonna, all that he's work... He's going to realize, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm already <laughs> set for life. Why would I continue wasting my time and effort and health doing this? Yeah. 
But it'll be interesting to see what ultimately ends up happening with that. I don't know. He he definitely he definitely I mean he got a taste for the spotlight. I don't know. I foresee him I foresee him, you know, coming back, but I definitely the prime Conor McGregor is is over. Oh like, yeah. It's oh, yeah. no longer gonna be the same Conor McGregor that we saw, I believe. Um Either way though. I do I do think is- he'll He'll climb his way back up, but he's not going to get Yeah. But no matter what no happens, matter what he's still happens, probably, he's still probably the, the most entertaining, entertaining person in all of sports all right sports. now. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking Just at all of his antics. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's because he's Irish and he has this these <laughs> Angry funny leprechauns. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Awesome. Uh, another topic uh, another to talk topic about. To talk I know about. you don't really pay as much attention to NASCAR. No, not at all. This is all you. There was a race <laughs> yesterday, the Cup Series Left race. Hard. <laughs> was won by Eric Almarola. It was his first win of the season. Jumped him from like 25th or something like that in the points. All the way up to securing a playoff spot, which is the top 16 drivers. Because uh, a win uh, basically secures your spot. So that really so shook that up really the shook whole playoff picture, picture because now you have other guys other who guys haven't won haven't yet this, won season, yet this season, season, season that, that were, looking, were comfortably looking comfortably in position to make the playoffs, and now all of a sudden they're right there on the bubble, potentially going to miss it. Like somebody like a Kevin Harvick, who going into this last race was almost 300 points above the cut line for 16 and then now because Almarola won and jumped up he's only like 84 points above or something like that with three or four races left so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that but we'll move on to something else that we know more about uh another one I wanted to talk about was Damian Lillard and what's going on with him in Portland right now what what is going on with Portland uh, so there's uh, so been a there's bunch been of reports, reports about him about wanting to request a trade, trade out of Portland, but he has come out and said that he did not request a trade, although I don't think he ever outright denied the rumors that he wanted to. Um, but there's also been a bunch of rumors about... Definitely wants to. Guaranteed. 100%. If he wants to win, I feel like he definitely will request a trade, because I don't think Portland can put together a contention around him with the way that they're constructed right now. Yeah. But there's been rumors about him potentially going to Golden State to team up with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson uh, in a package that would probably center around like Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, and some draft picks. I don't know if that would be the move, though. I feel like that trade would out of all the potential packages would make the most sense for Portland because it gives them the most young pieces to try and rebuild with. But from the Warriors' perspective, I'm not 100% sure how that fit work. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, I think Portland could uh, benefit from it, but from the Warriors, I, I don't know how they would do I'm certain they'll do great, 
but I saw a I comment know, on Reddit the other day that was talking about him Dame potentially going to Golden State, and they were like, uh, imagine the spacing for Draymond Green. His scoring could go from 7.0 to 7.2 points per game. <laughs> So that perspective would be pretty interesting. You've got three guys then in Golden State who could basically just bomb away from half court, but that defense would really suffer in the backcourt with Lillard and Steph Curry. They'd get targeted by pretty much everybody in the league. Yeah. But the other package that or trade that I've seen floated around for him is swapping him for Ben Simmons with Philadelphia. Hmm. If that would be my personal choice I'd like to see happen. Just imagine Damian Lillard teaming up with Joel Embiid in front of those Philadelphia fans. That would be... <laughs> that'd be pretty wild. Philadelphia fans are freaking nuts. Especially if they can keep that supporting cast around them too. Guys like Tobias Harris and Seth Curry. Keep them there to balance out the roster. Hmm. That that would be very interesting. I feel like that. I could definitely potentially... feel like Damian Lillard can. I mean, I think he'll boost any team. But uh, it's just whether or not it's a good fit if it's what the team needs. I feel like him in Philadelphia would be a better fit than Golden State. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like he would be a very good fit in Philadelphia because you basically what they need right now is a point guard who's more capable on offense of not only shooting from outside but creating their own shot which are both things that Ben Simmons can't do at all and then you get one of the best in the league at both of those things that Damian Lillard and pairing him with someone like Joel Embiid and that pick and roll So that would be my personal favorite choice that I want to see happen with that, where I would like to see him go. What? Where? Where would you like to see him go? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. I th- I think you uh cut out a little bit. <clears throat> this is your fault. Always. Uh, another sport superstar who is rumored to be looking for a trade is Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Mm. I saw dude, a couple months ago. T is hot, bro. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> dude. T is hot. Oh, man. I saw a couple months ago a lot of rumors linking him to the Denver Broncos, but obviously nothing's come of that yet, at least. Dude, what is that? He, uh... Have you seen... There was a big, uh, like a sports talk show host guy. Uh, he he had an interview with Aaron Rodgers and talking about like, kind of he's kind of like poking Aaron Rodgers a little bit, trying to stir the pot a little bit as as far as part of it, like his retirement. That was like his last thing. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I forget who the interviewer was, but I remember the interview you were talking about. 
the dude is like so oh dude that guy is awesome he was just like so sarcastic i haven't really followed him much but i did see this and i was like oh my god i love this i love their <laughs> little relationship that they have yeah. yeah the dude was being a complete sarcastic asshole the whole time and aaron <laughs> Rodgers was just loving it yeah, I'm, yeah, honestly, at this, at this point, point I, feel I feel like Rodgers is probably going to play this next season in Green Bay, but I feel like by the time the 2022 season comes around that he's going to be gone. Whether it's through a trade or them letting him become a free agent or whatever. Gotcha. I wouldn't mind seeing him go to Denver. I feel like he could, I mean, obviously, wherever he goes, he's immediately going to make them a Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender, contender, but I, I I feel like he would be a pretty good fit there with the Broncos. I I think so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they've got a good defense, which is more than had for a long time in Green Bay. They've got a good running back in Melvin Gordon, even if he's not quite in his prime anymore. Hmm. Or there is receivers now. I think uh, any <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a talented man, and I want him to reveal the secrets that he possesses <laughs> about oh, they did the just organization. Draft Jerry Judy. They did what? The Broncos drafted Jerry Judy, the receiver from Alabama. Mm. They've got Portland Sutton. So they've got some pretty talented receivers there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Rodgers go to Denver. Like that would be a fit for him. Yeah, I don't have much of a. But again, I hammer this again. I want Aaron Rodgers to spill the tea. <laughs> what makes, what him, makes so him so good? So What's his secret, secret sauce? No, no, no. The secrets of the organization, dude. Why he's so unhappy in Green Bay? Yeah. What? What? I want to know what's going on up, up, up top with Green Bay. Why, why they so, take the field goal in that playoff game idiots. instead of giving Rodgers the ball? Yeah, why are they idiots? <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're basically doing the same thing to him that they did to Brett Favre and basically just running him out of town. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like one bit. Just bring him to Indianapolis. We'll appreciate him. <laughs> Who needs Carson Wentz? Even though I do hope he does good this year. We'll see how that goes. Probably talk more about that one closer to the NFL season starting. Yeah, it feels like I've been waiting forever. Got, what, 40-something days left until the season starts? We'll be here soon enough. <laughs> Alright, one more thing that I just remembered that I wanted to ask you about is Team USA basketball for the Olympics. What's going on with them right now? I haven't followed it at all. I have no idea. 
lost their first two straight exhibition games against Nigeria and Australia. I heard they lost to Australia too. Yeah. I heard that they lost to Nigeria. Although they did just beat uh, Spain last night, like 86 to 73 or something like that. But I, at this point, I am not 100% confident that they're going to win gold. What happened, dude? Nobody, Nobody wants, wants to play to for the Olympic, Olympic team anymore. <laughs> and LeBron opted out. Chris Paul opted out. Steph Curry opted out. Kawhi's hurt, so I guess that doesn't really count. But Paul George opted out. Well, George is so... Actually, he could have a game where he goes for like 42, 16, and 8. And then the next game, he'll shoot three of 19. <laughs> Turn the ball over six times. It is so, yeah, it is so sad. Like, every time I watch Paul, I never watch him where he has that good game. I yeah, only yeah. see him when he has a trash game. <laughs> and that's what, that's my, what dad my dad says. says. He's always like, because he's a Clippers fan. He's like, every time I watch the game, Paul George sucks. I don't get the hype behind him. And then, and then there'll be a game be he doesn't, he doesn't watch. watch. I'm like, hey, did you see the game last night? He's like, no. And I'm like, Paul George Paul dropped 50 points. <laughs> I guess your dad just can't watch. That way Paul George can go off. Basically, he watched, he watched their, their playoff, playoff game, game and, and look what happened. Not they, they lost to the Suns. <laughs> Although, if Kawhi's healthy, I feel like that would have been a much different series. I but yeah, Durant is basically the only Durant and Damian Lillard are like the only two superstar players who are playing for Team USA this year. I mean, they do also have Devin Booker after the final, and Middleton and Holiday are both playing for him, but not quite the star power they normally have. I think I, I, I still think we're gonna get to gold. Hopefully. We'll see what happens. <laughs> if not, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Australia is still looking pretty good, too. They, yeah, after they, they beat, us, beat us, they beat down Nigeria. Ooh, okay. All right, Australia. You see, uh, during the USA-Nigeria game, uh, Nigeria's social media team was trolling Bam Adebayo. Because he's a dual citizen, so he had the option to play for either the U.S. or Nigeria, and he obviously chose the U.S. Oh! <laughs> so they were trolling him pretty hard on Twitter during that game and after the game. Oh, man, that's tough. But we'll see who gets the last laugh in the end. <laughs> that's tough. Alright, that's all that I had to talk about, so... If there's anything else that you want to discuss? Yeah, I got some lady advice for everybody. This <laughs> no, no. Girls really like observant guys. So the next time you, know, you take your woman out, make sure she pays for everything. And uh, <laughs> bring your binos and uh, observe those other women. <laughs> there you go. 
dating advice from Brad. <laughs> that should be a second Jeez. podcast. <laughs> Make a whole series of <laughs> That's just one tip. I have so many great tips. Follow at Toto Wonders on social media to hear all of his great advice. At Toto Wonders. He's going to start a YouTube channel too. A YouTube short channel with just quick 60 second tip on dating advice. Alright, you can close it out, bud. I'm good. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's the show, everybody. Thanks for watching. And. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, beaches.